Welcome to this uh, next edition of our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. We are coming to you on the Wednesday of Holy Week and glad that we can join you as we all make our way to the cross. Also, we're filming this from our caregiving room here in the second floor of our education building that has behind me the caregiver's pathway, a, a pathway intended for those who are taking the journey of caregiving for those who are experiencing dementia. And so we have behind me words such as hope and encouragement that we seek to provide for those who are seeking to know that they're not alone as they take this journey with their loved one. Hope and encouragement that we also find in Holy Week as we make our journey with Jesus to the cross and to the empty tomb to know that this way of love is uh, victorious and that we have the love of God with us uh, in each and every moment and that love gives us the hope and encouragement for our journey. With these things in mind, let's prepare our hearts and minds to reflect upon God's word by listening to some beautiful music. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture today on this Wednesday of Holy Week comes from John chapter 12, verses 27 through 36. Hear the word of God. Now my soul is troubled, Jesus says, and what should I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it is for this reason that I have come to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came from heaven, I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. And the crowd standing there heard it and said that it was thunder and others said an angel has spoken to him. And Jesus answered, this voice has come for your sake, not for mine. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate the kind of death he was to die. The crowd answered him, We have heard from the law that the Messiah remains forever. How can you say that the Son of Man must be lifted up? 
Who is this Son of Man? And Jesus said to them, The light is in you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light, so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness, you do not know where you're going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become children of light. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the tumultuous years following the Civil War, a movement was afoot in Congress to impeach Abraham Lincoln's successor, Andrew Johnson. Articles have been drafted and approved in the House, and a trial commenced in the Senate. When it came time to vote on the verdict, the pre-polling of the senators determined that, there was, that, they were, that they were one vote shy of conviction. One undecided vote remained, Edmund Ross from Kansas. The fate of the president from the opposite party was in his hands. But Ross knew what he had to do. He had to vote against his party and for the president. And because he knew it was the constitutionally right thing to do, but he also knew the consequence, which was the end of his political career. Later, Ross wrote, it was a tremendous responsibility and it was not strange that he upon whom it had been imposed by a fateful combination of conditions should have sought to avoid it, to put it away from him as one shuns or tries to fight off a nightmare. I almost literally looked down into my open grave. Ross voted his conscience and lost his seat. Sometimes life takes you to a crossroads and there's a way to go and a way not to go. The way not to go is the easier way. The way to go is the way you'd rather not. Makes me think of a relatively unknown New Testament character named Ananias. Little do we know of Ananias, just that he was one of the early followers of Jesus living in Damascus, and the rumor had gotten out that the feared enemy of the early Christian community, Saul of Tarsus, had come to town in his mission to prosecute, convict, and execute the heretic followers of the supposed resurrected Christ. Best to take to your homes when you get this kind of news and bar the doors and wait out the Inquisition. Best to stay on what we might call Easy Street. Not that hiding in fear is easy street, but it sure beats the alternative. But then came a vision, and in the vision, the Lord tells Ananias to go down to Straight Street, because somewhere down Straight Street, Saul of Tarsus is staying. And he needs help, and he needs healing. He needs to see again. And that's when Ananias reminds the Lord, as if the Lord needs reminding, that down Straight Street was the mortal enemy. Down Straight Street was a battle he could not win. Down Straight Street was his open grave. And God says, go anyway. And scripture says, Ananias went. Ananias went not knowing what was going to happen. Ananias went not choosing the road, but with the road choosing him. Was it a trap? Was the vision that he had from a bad piece of lamb he had the night before, or was this the most stupid thing he could ever think to do? Ananias went because sometimes the road chooses you. Many of you remember several years ago, the weekend we hosted Kim Phuc Van Thie, whom history calls the Napalm Girl, the subject of the iconic Vietnam War picture 
of her and her family running from the flames of their torched village. She shared her story of that road that chose her. She called it Fire Road, an undeserved and torturous road of unfairness and human evil. And yet, even on such wicked roads, God seeks to redeem and tries to make something new. God brings about a new creation. God heals body, mind, and soul. And through her hands, her feet, her words, her story, others who were blind have now come to see the goodness of God. What humans had meant for evil, God had turned to good. Which brings us to the passage for today, Jesus talking to his followers about, about what he calls his hour that has come. Jesus has made his way to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover, but the forces are now conspiring, conspiring against him. The powers that be are threatening. They want to do away with Jesus, and the hour has come for Jesus to decide what road he would to take. He, he was to take the way to the cross or the way out of town. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, says John the Baptist at the beginning part of this gospel. And now the Lamb of God is faced with what it takes to take away the sin of the world. The Lamb of God has to be sacrificed. The love of God is to go as far as it takes, to go as far as the cross, to reveal God's love for the world. And the temptation is to flee. The temptation is to ask God to remove the cup of death from him. The temptation is to not take it all that seriously. But the hour has come, Jesus says. The road has been chosen. He wishes it could be another way, but it cannot. And then Jesus turns to us and says, the light is in you for a little longer. Walk while you have the light so that the darkness may not overtake you. If you walk in the darkness, you don't know where you're going. While you have the light, believe in the light so that we may become children of light. Walk while you still have the light. It's another way of saying to you and to me that our hour has come. It's our time on the stage. The drama now relies on what we are going to say and to do. For we have the light, and we believe in the light, and we are children of light. One of my father's favorite poems, one he committed to memory, was a poem by John Oxenham called The Ways, and it goes like this. To every man there openeth a way and ways and a way. And the high soul climbs the highway, and the low soul gropes the low. And in between, on the misty flats, the rest drift to and fro. But every man there openeth a highway and a low, and every man decideth the way his soul shall go. So today, the Wednesday of Holy Week, we are at that point when the disciples could see the gathering storm and they could see their Savior drawing closer to the cross, and they could see the paths that lay before them. But the light of the world was shining in the darkness. So what to do? Follow that light wherever that light should go? Or run away and hope for perhaps a less bright light? What about you? What hour is this for you? What great thing has God 
got in store for you? What sacrifice might you make to reveal the loving nature of God? Walk, Jesus says, while you still have the light. Let us pray. O oh God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Help us to follow the light of Jesus as he makes his way to the cross. Help us to be filled with this light and to be a reflection of this light. In Jesus' name, amen.